This podcast is not for the weak-minded or easily offended. You're listening to the Rantuo Ramos podcast. This episode, as always, contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Let's go. Episode of Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. How's everyone doing out there? Thanks for hitting play and tuning in. So, uh, like I said in other podcasts, um, people generally, they don't like me. I know, like, you're thinking, fuck, what's wrong with them? Like, what the fuck? He's cool, but, you know, um, most of those people fucking, even in high school, people would fucking ask my wife, like, why are you with him? He's a fucking asshole. And she would answer, no, he's, he's nice. You know, and uh, she'd be like, "He's really nice and shit." So um, three years ago, I was visiting my homeboy Slick in Chuckawalla Prison, and he told me that uh, people would also tell him that shit. You know, that I was fucking mean and shit, that I was an asshole. And Slick told me that uh, people don't see the real me because they're afraid, you know, and that if you know they took the time to get to know me, then they would see that I'm a man with a big heart. I'm funny, intelligent, loyal, artistic, and a loving father. You know, so, you know, he knows that because he's known me for years and shit. And, uh, but for most people that don't know me, or there's people that don't know me for years that still don't fucking like me, so I don't know. Maybe like-minded people get along, or I don't know. It's, I've been trying to figure that shit out. But, you know, fucking, um... Slick is someone who fucking, you know, he's known me, like I said, for fucking 34 years. Way back in those fucking crisscross, nutted by nature years and shit. So, you may think, fuck, he's biased, but nah, you know. Another childhood friend is Nando, who I've known for 40 years. And uh, whenever he speaks with me over the phone, he lets me know, like, how much he looked up to me and how he saw that I was different and stayed true to myself and shit, despite... Being around gangs, drugs, violence, shit, you know, having a fucking, uh, you know, broken home and shit, you know, because, um, because of me, he now listens to rock music and lets me know whenever we talk, you know, fucking, because he, his brothers, they were like into that cholo stuff. They hung out with cholos and shit, so they would listen to fucking Zap, fucking Tom Tom Club, all that shit. And, um, he saw me that I was into my shit. I was into the cure. I was into fucking rock and espanol. I was into the doors. And he's like, oh shit, you know, there's another there's other ways you could do it. You don't have to fucking be a cholo. It, it must have been tough for him because everyone in his family, all his brothers were all into that shit, you know? And he fucking ended up choosing the different, the different fucking path and shit, you know? And he was telling me that because of me, he now listens to fucking to rock music and he has a, an open an open mind he's listening to other fucking music like country different things and shit and he lets me know whenever we talk and shit you know so that's cool another longtime friend for of over 42 years is Eddie aka Cycle we spoke recently and uh, he let me know that my rock music rubbed off on him too 
you know, because we, like I said, we kick it. We were next door neighbors, like right next door. And there was a porch that connected both of our houses. So we'd be out there and kicking it. I'd be bumping my cassettes. He'd be bring out his fucking cassettes. We'd just be bumping. So I got into their stuff too and shit, you know? So, um, you know, he fucking, uh, he commended me for that shit, you know, for having the courage to, to tell my story, you know, with, with soul podcast and shit. And, um, you know, he, he thinks it's real cool and, it, you know, he knows it's tough and, you know, to just fucking put your story out there. Slick also tells me that his music taste changed and he now listens to fucking most of the bands that I would play. I myself was heavily influenced by my homeboys, Cali Lifestyle, to Tupac, Zapp and Roger, Robbie Pagan, the Delphonics, Brentwood, Proper Dose, Brown Pride, Malo. I could fucking go on and on all the shit that I got into too, you know? I was into my own shit, but I still knew all that music. Well-rounded and shit. And, you know, I'm happy that, I, that I've had an, an impact on people's lives, whether it was good or bad. Like I always say, you only live once, so you have to leave a mark. Like, I want to leave something behind this world, you know? In this fucked up fucking world, leave something positive. And um, it's very humbling that these men were able to fucking express and give thanks from one man to another man. You know, because sometimes that can be difficult for some people to do and shit, you know? Because it's very rewarding to encourage and to help people. I challenge you, the listener, to fucking let someone know who's inspired you know that they inspire you. Because those people need to know that. Maybe they're struggling and you let them know what they mean to you. Or if they've done something for you to inspire you, we all could use a hand sometimes or some kind word, you know? I myself didn't expect to inspire people, but... I'm very thankful that I did. You know, that that's why I, I'm doing this podcast. Even though right now my wife doesn't like that I spend lots of time on this shit or even any time working on this podcast. Um, I haven't worked since October 1st. And if you're, if you're a listener of the show, then you know why. So it's been like six weeks. I know there's podcasters out there that would have fucking came out with like 160 episodes in that time. But, you know, fucking for me... Podcasting isn't my life. It's a part of my life. You know, just like some for some people, you know, some people eat to live, whereas I live to eat. The last episode, I talked about an elotero that was fucking humiliated by three black kids who recorded themselves. And on Tuesday night, um, a follower from Instagram sent me a video where a young man raised $20,000 and gave it to the same elotero who was harassed on Instagram The follower had messaged me Last week That she knew Of a TikTok account That raised money To fucking To those in need So because of her Sharing the video Jesus de Lotero Was blessed with $20,000 I thanked her And she said that She saw my, my post first And that made her Send it to the guy To the right people You know On my Instagram I post a lot of A lot about What's going on To our people And I feel the need To share the stories so that others can share and more importantly, help each other out, you know, because right now, you know, it's hard for me to go out there and hit the streets like I was before. I was in the beginning, you know, but once things get better, I'm going to be out there in the streets trying to help people and shit, too. So if you're still listening right now and if you listen to my past episodes, you'll get to know me without even fucking meeting me in person. What makes that possible is because I'm speaking real shit putting my life out there so people could know for any who will listen I know that I'm a really hard person to get along with at times you know like 
I don't know how my fucking how my little lady does it, but at the same time, if I'm your friend, I'm gonna be your friend. Fucking as long as you don't you don't fucking cross me, we're gonna be fucking friends. I can be fucking one of the fucking coolest motherfuckers you ever met. So uh, I'm gonna hit you guys with uh, dealership enemies part two. So at the fucking dealership, there used to be some dude uh, named Joe, little little homie, and uh, that fool was crazy. I'll be fucking around and shit all the time. And one of the stories I remember that fool did was um, there was uh, two um, stalls, you know, to take a shit, and so he's sitting on the left stall. Some other fool sitting on the right stall, and the right stall was connected to the wall. And I guess these guys were always fucking around and shit. So what ended up happening is that fool Joe, he wiped his ass with the with the with the paper, toilet paper, and he fucking lit that shit on fire, and he threw it next door to the guy who was next to him. So the guy next door, he fucking gets scared, he starts screaming and shit. Oh shit! So the guy starts fucking stomping on the paper. Get shit all over his fucking shoes. Fucking, that fool got all crazy with him. Shit, what the fuck? You know, he got shit all over his fucking feet from stomping the fucking shit paper that was on fire. Another thing that happened there too. Um, there was a, some crazy, some crazy kid. He got hired and shit. And uh, I guess the kid thought it was all hard as shit. And uh, he had fucking. He was going. He would just like mad dog people. What the fuck, eh? Do I you something? What's up, eh? Just be mad-dogging people and shit. And trying to fight everybody. Even the coolest people. Like the homie Javi, Javier. Cool as fuck. Humble. He didn't mad-dog nobody. Real cool with everybody. He could whoop some ass, but he was cool. He was just cool. Real fucking calm. Like, you would never think he would be fucking with nobody. So, that kid was trying to fuck with him. I'm like, what the fuck? He's fucking with him. This guy's cool. He don't fuck with nobody, you know? So, that kid tried to... The thing is, he... The key word is tried. That I know of, there was maybe about fucking eight or ten people that kid try to fuck with and try to get crazy with. So he just be, I just keep hearing, and I would see him just mad at people. What the fuck, gay? What you looking at? Blah blah. Like fuck, crazy. It's fucking. This fucking kid's dumb, you know. At that time, I was working in the retail department, which is in the front. So I'd see that fool all the time. He'd go in there and get water. He'd go in there and get coffee and shit. Try to pass by and shit. And I would see most of those fucking confrontations that he had with the people. And I'd be like, fuck. So I go home. And when I went home, I would talk to my wife about what happened at work and shit. I'd whine and shit, vent. This shit happened. Blah, blah. I'm like, ah, you know what? There's some fucking some kid, like 20-something-year-old kid. And that fool's fucking with everybody, just mad dogging fools and getting crazy with them and shit. You know, it's fucked up, you know, he's fucking with Javier and shit. So, oh yeah, but that's, that's messed up. I was like, you know what though, I hope that motherfucker don't fuck with me, man, cause fuck. I don't have to fuck his ass up, you know? But, so then, boom. Fucking, the next day we're working and shit. And, um, I guess that kid, he thought I was mad dogging him and shit, right? So the kids are, whoa, what are you looking at? You got a problem? 
Do I owe you something? I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? I'm not even looking at you, dog. What do you, what do you mean? Whoa, you're looking at me like, like, like I fucking owe you something, dog. Like, look, dog. Don't fuck with me like that, dog. I'm not like one of these motherfuckers here, man. Like these motherfuckers you've been fucking with, dog. Don't fuck with me, dog. Just fucking keep on going, dog. You're looking at you. Don't fuck with me. Get the fuck out of here. What? Fuck. He leaves his shit, whatever. So, dude, he would... And I would always see his ass because he'd always go in there and he'd get coffee and shit. And then he'd just fucking get the coffee, look to his left, and just be looking at me. What the fuck? And then uh, the homie next to me, Chepe, he's like, what the fuck? He's tripping out like, damn, what's wrong with that fool? Like, I don't know, man. So, whatever. So then, uh, I guess a couple days later, fucking... Uh, me and uh, Chepe were putting some some oil away because some of his oil would come and shit. We'd have to go to the back, a couple of pounds of oil. We fucking break it down and put it away in some fucking stock room. So me and Chepe were going back there, and Chepe noticed that fool was mad dogging me. And shit, he goes, "Oh look, that fool's mad dogging." Yeah, whatever. So I looked at him, and when he was mad dogging me, I just started laughing at that fool, you know, because for me, I don't mad dog motherfuckers. I just laugh at them because you piss them off more and you fucking laugh at them. So fucking, I passed by, I just started laughing, but fucking loud, you know? And then we got to the oil, and he's maybe about 15 feet away, and just fucking mad dogging from there, you know? And I'm just looking at him, and me and Shepard working, putting the fucking oil away, and fucking, he's still looking, right? So I just started laughing loud, and she's like, <laughs> like loud as fuck, so he could fucking hear me. And the fucking dealership, it's it's in the, it was the, uh, the, the fucking, the shop area, so that shit was kind of big and kind of empty so that shit was fucking just echoing and shit <laughs> just laughing at this motherfucker right so next thing you know we're working all of a sudden that kid comes up right so, hey something funny dog what the fuck you laughing at dog said look dog like I told you you don't want shit with me get the fuck out of here dog no fuck that eh do I use something hey, do I use something do I use money what's up dog look dog don't fuck with me dog get the fuck out of here man I'm not like these fucking kids you're fucking with. Get the fuck out of here, dog. So he's right there. He's about like three feet away. Because this fool was probably like about fucking five, six, five, seven. You know? And I'm almost fucking six feet tall. So this motherfucker knew. He he was crazy, but not stupid. So he's right there, right? And all of a sudden, uh, the fucking, the manager for the fucking service. I'm not going to say his fucking name, but that fool's a bitch. That fool starts coming and shit. And he sees that that fool's in my face, right? So this motherfucker, what he does, he fucking, um, he gets all scared, right? And he starts walking away. I said, hey, 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 where you going, dog? What's up? Don't you want to fucking fight me? Come here, dog. Come on, fight me. What's up? Why are you scared? Don't be afraid, because fucking this fool's here, because the fucking manager's here. Come here, fool. Where, where you going, dog? Hey, hey, come here, come here. Don't you want to fight me? Come here, man. And then the fucking manager, that fool acts stupid, like he didn't fucking see what was going on. And he passes like right between both of us and shit, and he keeps going and shit, right? So then fucking the next day, I guess fucking uh, that fucking manager calls in Chepe, the homie, the co-worker. He calls him into the office. He says, hey, what happened? He's like, nah, we were just fucking, you know, working. And this fool was just fucking staring at Jose and fucking cussing at him and shit. And he's been doing that, you know. And then uh, me and Jose were talking about something else. And we started laughing. And this fool comes up. And he's like, what, what's up? And getting crazy and shit, just cussing at him. And then fucking the fucking the manager, service manager is like, oh well, Jose is kind of loud, you know. And then fucking Chepe fucking agrees with that fool. Yeah, he kind of is. It's like fuck, I'm loud, but I'm not fucking loud because I want to be loud. I'm loud because my hearing's fucked up. That's why I can't fucking hear how loud I am, you know. So fuck that happened, whatever. And then fucking, uh, I guess that fucking kid 
he fucking found out the fucking Chepe had fucking, um, that Chepe had been into the office and shit. So, because I think fucking the manager ended up kind of talking shit of that for, hey, dog, you know what? You need to calm down. I've already heard a couple fucking uh, times that you fucking got crazy with people and, you know, you need to relax and shit. I guess the kid was kind of paranoid. He thought people were talking shit about him and shit, right? So, fuck. So, um, the next day, me and Chep are in the front and shit, you know? And uh, fucking Neffel walks in. And he's like fucking mad dogging, dude. He's mad dogging Shepard too. I'm like, what the fuck? Mad dogging him. Like, what the fuck, dog? What you looking at? The same shit, you know? And Shepard, he's probably like fucking 5'2, five, 5'3. Five, I'm like, what the fuck? Shepard just like looks at him and just fucking nods and that fool walks away, right? There's some other fool there, some Filipino fool. This fool's like crazy, like Filipino gangster fool. He's all tatted down and shit, sleeved up. And this fool, he didn't look like he was crazy. But he was a crazy motherfucker. So this kid, um, the crazy kid, he was fucking with everybody because everyone was afraid of that fool because they said he had a cuete in his car and they carried a cuete everywhere and shit, blah, 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 and shit, right? So that kid was trying to fuck with the little Filipino fool. The Filipino fool was fucking little. He was like 5'3", probably weighed like fucking 110, 120 and shit, right? And he's like, fuck you, dog. I got my fucking, my, my, my cuete, blah, 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 right? And the fucking Filipino fool, the Filipino fool goes, fuck you, come to my fucking car, dog. So he follows him to the car. The Filipino pulls out his fucking cuete, cocks that shit. Fuck the fucking that stupid crazy fool is like, oh my bad, bro. No, no, I was just playing, dog. I'm just playing. He's like, hey, dog, you wanna get fucking get crazy? What's up, dog? So he had the fucking quet there out there pointing at that fun fucker. He was all fucking scared. So that shit happened, right? So then fucking, uh, you know, fucking a couple days go by, and uh, at that time we were closing like at seven and shit. Must have been a Wednesday, cause on Wednesdays I used to close and shit. So Wednesday, seven o'clock. And um, so this fool, that kid, we used to have to fucking clock out in the uh, in the showroom and shit, right? And in the showroom, there was fucking um, there was a you know receptionist and shit, you know. And I guess this fool was trying to rap to the fucking receptionist and shit, hanging out there, cause he I guess he clocked out, he was kicking it. So I had to pass by there and I had to fucking clock out, right? So um, I walk in there right away. This fool's fucking mad dogging me and shit like crazy, right? So I clock out. Yeah, dog, fuck these bitches. Hey, fuck this. I said, look, man, I fucking told you already. Don't fuck with me. I fucking told you, dog. I'm not a fucking kid. I got a family. I'll fuck you up, dog. You don't want to fuck with me, all right? No, fuck that. Yeah, blah, blah. So I'm leaving this shit, and we're all leaving at the same time because it's 7 o'clock. So as I'm leaving, he runs up to the door. He opens the fucking door, and he goes, he goes, I got to get the fucking door for this lever. Like, what fuck you motherfucker and at the time he was walking with like two 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 more kids that were about his age like in their 20s and shit right so then we're all walking we're walking beside each other and shit and all of a sudden he's like he's just fucked that you know mad dog and shit i said you know what i'll fuck you and then those kids kept going let me talk to you motherfucker so i had him against uh, the wall there's a big ass brick wall i said look dog like i fucking told you don't fuck with me if we get down, I'm gonna fuck you up, dog. And I'm gonna lose my job, but I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. I'm gonna make it worth it because I'm gonna lose my fucking job. Alright? So I had him against the wall and shit. And I said, I don't know what the fuck your problem is, dog. But we gotta settle this shit right now, dog. Because I can't have you be talking shit to me like that, dog. Alright? And hey, we're off the clock, dog. What's up? I'm like, what the fuck is your problem, anyways, dog? He said, no, it's because, you know, like, 
you know, like I think people are mad dogging me and talking about me and shit. I said, look, dog, if they are, fuck them. Words don't ain't gonna do shit to you, dog. Words ain't gonna do shit long as motherfuckers don't touch you. Don't trip, dog. It, 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 nah, I just feel like people are talking about me and kind of got emotional shit. You know, it's like breaking breaking down and shit. Like I said, look, dog, like I said, look, we know the same motherfuckers, dog. We know Shurik. I'm cool with that motherfucker. Whatever, dog. But I mean, if you want to get down and shit, we can get down. We're off the clock. Whatever, but... Besides that shit, dog, that shit's gotta end here, dog, because I can't be having you fucking with me like that, dog. You know what I mean? I'm a fucking grown-ass man, dog. You know what I mean? He's all right, man. I'm sorry. I mean, I, hey, dog, it's cool, dog. And I'm sorry if I fucking made you feel like I was fucking with you or making fun of you, dog. That's cool, dog. And you know, that's what men do, dog. We talked about it. Cool, all right? Boom. So the next day, fucking... And then what, before that shit happened, fucking uh, Tatamaki, a cool, cool-ass Japanese fool, he runs up because he thought we were going to get down because the kid's, oh, he's right there. He's behind the wall because you can't see anything. So he runs up. Everything cool? Nah, it's cool, dog. We're just talking real quick. All right, dog. And I'm just like, hey, fool, I thought you were going to fuck him up, dog. I'm like, I was, dog. But, you know, we settled it. We squashed it. You know, I don't do that shit because if I am going to fuck somebody up, it's going to be hard, dog, you know, because I'm going to lose my job. If someone's going to... It's going to be worth my fucking time, dog. So fuck it. The next day. We fucking uh, Me and Chipper in the front Right And this kid Fucking comes up Fucking straight Mad dogging Chipper Mad dogging that fool He goes up to Chipper's Fucking desk He's like Fuck you Weston Just like Fuck you Leva Just mad dogging him And shit right And then he comes up to me Hey what's up Ramos He's all shaking my hand All fucking Shaking my hand Done the fucking handshake Boom boom What's up What's up dog and he looks at Chepin Fuck you What's that This <laughs> is fucking crazy You know He fucking leaves And And um, That fool was uh, He was in love with some, some Some girl That used to work there And that girl had a husband Or some shit And he was fucking with her And then I guess she left that fool And uh, That fool ended up fucking uh, She had a fucking Camry And um, Yeah so she had a Camry and uh, that fool ended up fucking up her mirror and shit. You know, he's like, you know, those fucking, what they call now toxic motherfuckers. He fucked up her mirror and then he ended up back with her, not back with her. It's fucking crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. But uh, that was that. And then uh, one of the fucking drivers that we had there at the dealership, that fool, uh, See, the delivery drivers, what they do is um, they have access to fucking parts, to sh fucking sheet metal, body parts, oil, everything. So in the morning, these fools get a fucking ticket that prints out, and they have to pull parts individually, one by one, to check off the parts and shit. Sometimes it includes oil. So what ended up happening is, in the past, um, some fools had fucking got oil, and they were slanging it to fucking, to, you know, to some of the shops I'm low pro They be selling fucking oil They be selling parts and shit Making money and shit I'm not gonna say who Because I don't know who the fuck Who, who the fuck was doing it But That's just a, a side hustle That motherfuckers do When they work at dealerships And they make money on the side Because Usually You don't you don't get paid much Man at a dealership Unless you kiss ass You know And um, So that kid What ended up happening is uh, I guess the fucking uh, The parts manager That fool fucking Reached out to one of the fucking Shops and he told him, hey, man, um, I'm going to fucking, we're going to set this fool up. I don't know if he, was, if, there was, if he gave those fools a fucking extra discount or what the fuck they got out of it. But um, what ended up happening is uh, they fucking, that fucking shop, 
ask this kid, hey dog, I need some fucking transmission fluid, blah, blah. Because the transmission fluid is pretty fucking expensive. Um, I used to work there like fucking what? It's going to be it's four years, four years ago. Four years ago, I used to work there. And at the time, the transmission was about eight bucks a fucking bottle. So this shit, and, and it's about fucking 12 bottles in a, in a case and shit, right? So this motherfucker probably got about five cases and shit, right? And um, he just kept ordering more oil, fucking different things, just so they could fucking add up all kinds of shit on this fool, right? So what ended up happening was they ended up fucking, the cops came, they arrested this fool and shit, and they had the proof, you know, because this motherfucker was cooperating with them and shit, the, the fucking shop. So fuck, he got fired. Oh shit, the kid fucking got fired for jacking and shit, blah, blah, blah. He got fired for that shit. Last thing I heard, they went to court. When they went to court, that shit, um, that shit got dropped. Because the way that they did it, it was like a fucking setup, you know, like, and they couldn't prove that that fool was, was jacking the shit. They couldn't prove it. I guess they didn't have the camera. They didn't have anything to show proof that he was actually fucking jacking it and shit. So in the end, that fool fucking won the court case. He got fucking got lucky and shit. And then sometimes I fuck around with people and shit. Because up there in the in the break room, there's uh, the same place where fucking Joe was throwing the shit paper. There's the two stalls and there's like two urinals right next to it. So sometimes I go up there with a fucking water bottle or with like a fucking soda cup and shit with the ice. And I be in the fucking urinal, like if I'm taking a leak, but I'll start fucking throwing water on the floor. And the motherfuckers be like, hey, what the fuck? You know, they be thinking I'm fucking pissing on the floor and shit. I used to fuck with people like that all the time. Hey. And that's the kind of shit I'd fucking do sometimes and shit. Um, but fucking, uh, a lot of times too, like, um, you would get fucking, because um, most of the people in Alhambra, they're fucking, they're Asian, you know, the shops. You know, you get one or two Mexicans and shit, but the, the main of them are fucking Chinese and Vietnamese and shit. So... I learned how to talk to them because I worked in the auto parts fucking business, fucking retail for a long fucking time. So, you know, picking up phones, all that shit, you know. And um, so I know what they're what they're trying to say, you know. Like for example, they say puck puck. A puck puck is a spark plug. Timing bell is a timing belt. Shit like that, you know. Oil filter, oil filter. So sometimes we get fucking calls and shit, and we be in the retail. The whole store department was always real fucking busy all the time. Phones be ringing out the fucking hook. So sometimes the fucking manager would come out, you know, parts manager. Hey, what's up with those phones? Those phones are money jingle, blah, blah, you know? Instead of instead of being like, hey, what the fuck? Um, handle your shit, wholesale, pick up the fucking phones, you know? Or the back counter, the back counter motherfuckers would just be kicking it back there, you know? And then, but, he would, but since they were the homies, he wouldn't really fuck with them, you know? But... So much you go back to fools be on their phones like fucking nonchalant. You just be, you know, both elbows on the fucking on the drawer and just be leaning over and shit and on the phone just nonstop. But this fool like, hey, phones, guys, phones, 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 guys, you know? And when I would answer that shit, I'd just be like, parts, can you please hold? I wouldn't say my fucking name because then motherfuckers be like, oh, so-and-so put me on hold and shit. So I'd be like, parts, can you please hold? So that's what I would do and shit. But, uh... One time, uh, fucking Harry, remember fucking Harry from the fucking part one? Harry fucking picked up the phone. And fucking he tells Rudy, hey, Rudy, I picked up the phone, but I don't know what he's saying. And Rudy's like, hold on. Hey, Ramos, can you get that phone call? Yeah, yeah. He's like, but check it out, man. You know what that tells me, Harry? That tells me, Harry, that you don't fucking pick up the phones or else you would know what the fuck they were saying. 
So, and that fucking, you know, that's like, there's no fucking gray area. You either know what the fuck they're saying because you interact with the customers, you know how they talk, or you're not picking up the fucking phones. So right there, he fucking burned himself. So fuck, man, sometimes you fucking pick up the phone, and once I got transferred to the fucking wholesale department, I was picking up the phones like crazy and shit. Of course, they didn't want to talk to me because I barely fucking started working in that department. They'd ask for like fucking Carlos or... Or Javier and shit, you know, because they they were there for longer, so they would fucking take care of them and shit. And fucking fuck, like one of the first calls I got, I said, hey, what's up, how can I help you? Oh, okay, I need fucking buck, buck, diamond bell, water pump, sale, old pump, sale, buck, I'm like, what the, hold on a second, what, what did you need? Buck, buck, diamond bell, old pump, sale, old pump, sale, old pump, water pump, oh shit. All right, all right, fuck it, you know, and they would get upset, man, because what it is is like, Whenever you're doing a water pump job or a timing belt job, they, there's all these fucking seals that are involved with it. So after a couple days, I got used to it. Like, okay, fuck. So they need the fucking cam seal, crank seal, fucking fucking all pump seal. You need all these fucking parts that go with it. So I'm like, okay, you need that? Cool, whatever, boom. And, and I got the hang of it. But yeah, it's like fucking, I guess all the experience that I have from working the parts and shit, I knew what they were trying to say. You know, there's even a different lingo, like I, like I mentioned in the uh, when I was working at Craig and Auto Parts in Almani, there's a different lingo too, like in Spanish. You know, like people call certain parts different names and shit. They name them uh, different different things. Um, but uh, that's not the only time that I was gonna get in a fight. I was gonna get a fight there a couple fucking times and shit. But uh, there was a kid. Um, uh, I don't think he works there anymore, but he was pretty young. He was like in his twenties and shit too. And um, I, I never really fucked around with him and shit. You know, they joke around, but for me, if they joke around, I, I talk shit back, whatever. Sometimes I'll hurt them and they'll get upset. They'll try to get me back, whatever. But uh, that's why a lot of the fools didn't like me because I would fucking talk shit back. I would defend myself, you know? Like, fuck it. I know I'm in the parts counter and I gotta serve you, but still, dog, you gotta fucking respect me, you know? That was my thing since day one. Fuck that. Now, I'm not trying to say I'm just fucking this crazy guy. There's a lot of shit that you gotta tolerate, too. But it's like, come on, dog. Don't fucking step on my fucking neck. Like, I'm just trying to fucking help you out, you know? So that kid, he was like in his 20s and shit. And uh, this kid, I knew his story. He had like a fucking, uh, he had one of those fucking uh, Subaru fucking, um, what the fuck are they called, man? Those fucking Subarus and shit. I don't know what they're called, Imprezas or whatever the fuck they're called, but those Subarus, they're, they're, it was a, like a brand new one. And fucking, uh, that shit was clean, you know? But uh, I heard that his mom bought it for him and shit because his mom was balling and shit. She had a BMW too. She bought him that shit, you know? Which is cool, dog, but if your mom buys you something, you can't be acting all hard, like you're all independent and shit, like you're balling if your mom buys you something, you know? Like, for me, I don't know, for the rest of you guys, like, fuck, I have more respect for somebody that went out and bought something for themselves than someone who, who fucking just got given a fucking an expensive car, you know? But that's just me, you know? I guess because I know how it is to struggle and I know how it is and how rewarding it is to buy something after your hard work and everything that you've fucking done is more rewarding than just something that's given to you and shit, you know? So, fucking, um, I went out there, and there's a fucking Scion XB up there. Like, those old school, those boxy ones and shit. It's a burgundy one. And I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the undercarriage and shit. And it's a fucking trade-in that someone traded in and shit, right? So, I'm looking at it. And fucking, um, looking at it. It looks fucking, it looks okay from the, uh, the bottom. Okay, cool. It's not leaking nothing. And, uh, I guess the hood had, like, a little gray spot of primer. And it had, a the left fender was black. Whatever, you know, it's not a big deal. So I'm looking at it. I don't know how to fuck with cars, I can fix it. So I'm looking at it. Oh shit, you know, I like XBs. Fuck, I wonder if they'll fucking sell to me, you know. So I'm looking at it, and all of a sudden, here comes this kid. 
oh, I know you were looking at that shit. That shit got fucking spots and shit. That shit got like, that's a fucking three-tone, dog. And I don't know why I got pissed off, but I did get pissed off. Like, fuck, that's not my car. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm looking at it, so this was trying to fuck with me. So there was a kid right there, and the kid starts laughing. I said, look, dog, let me tell you like this, homeboy. Fucking men buy what they can afford, dog. But little kids, they get shit given to them, dog. And the homie's like, oh, because everyone knew that he got that fucking car gifted. He didn't work for that shit, right? So this was like, oh, laughing and shit. We're laughing like crazy. And this kid, like, you don't know what the fuck to say because I got him where it hurts. That's usually, like I said, I aim for the fucking jugular. You fuck with me, I aim for that jugular. I want to fucking take you out, you know? So you don't fuck with me again. So you don't have to fuck with me, right? So fuck. This kid's like pissed, right? And he gets close to me. He gets all, he, he walks out to me, right? He's like, fuck you. He's like, at least I'm not fucking uh, cutting people's hair back there and tattooing people in the back for money. I said, look, dog, I ain't doing that shit either, dog. But I would do it if I had to, dog, because I'm a fucking man, dog. I fucking struggle and I fucking work and I do whatever the fuck I got to do to make money, dog. I don't want no fucking free shit, no fucking handouts and shit, dog. And then the fool's like, oh, shit. Because, oh, dad, dog, you want to take a fucking walk? I said, dog. I said, hold on a second, dog. First of all, dog. I'm right here standing in front of you, homie. You don't gotta be fucking yelling shit. This fool right here is not gonna fucking help you. Stop trying to be all fucking loud. Stop trying to act black, dog. You're right. You ain't even black, fool. So stop trying to fucking talk like that and trying to intimidate me. You ain't intimidating nobody. I'm fucking right here, dog. Okay? So you don't gotta be all fucking loud. I'm right here. We ain't gotta walk nowhere. Oh, that's what I thought. So that's not what you thought, dog. I'm right here, dog. We ain't gotta walk nowhere. We're right here, homie. What? What do you gotta say? Oh, fuck you. Let's do a walk. I said, dog, look, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, dog. Look. This motherfucking car ain't even mine, dog. That's not even my fucking car, dog. Okay? So, let's get that straight, dog. So, I'm not gonna fucking fight you for a motherfucking car that's not even mine, dog. But at the same time, I'm not gonna let you fucking make fun of me in front of all these motherfuckers, dog. Without me telling you something to hurt your ass, dog. Alright? That's all I should know. And right now, dog, I'm gonna be the bigger man and walk away. And he's like, and walk away at the same time. You know? I'm like, yeah, dog, and walk away, dog. So, boom, I leave. And maybe like fucking uh, five minutes later, I'm, I'm in the fucking retail, right? This fool walks into the retail. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm about to fuck this fool up right now. Fuck. All right. He walks up. He walks up to my fucking, to my fucking desk, right? He's like, hey, fool. Why'd you tell me that, fool? I said, look, dog. I said, hold on a second, man. Right now, I'm going to fucking commend you, dog. Because what you're doing right now, that's what fucking men do, dog. Right now, you're coming up to me, dog. One-on-one. And you're fucking asking me why the fuck I told you something like that. So right now, dog, you're growing up, dog. You're turning into a fucking man, right? And the other times I've told the story, people that know me and the way that I work, it's like I was kind of talking shit to him making fun of him but at the same time I was letting him know like some truthful shit you know so now I tell him that shit fool fool, people laugh that's not I said no it's the truth like you're this is what men do dog what you're doing right now is what fucking men do yeah dog but you don't gotta tell me that shit about my mom I said look dog let's 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 talk look that fucking car is not even mine dog but if I'm looking at that motherfucker it's cause probably I want it dog maybe I want to buy that motherfucker dog you know maybe that's what I can afford right now dog you know what I mean I'm a fucking, I'm the head of household, I'm the only motherfucker working, dog, and that's probably the only thing I can fucking afford, dog, you know what I mean, not everybody has shit easy, dog, you know what I mean, now I'm telling you this shit to come back at you to hit you where it fucking hurts, dog, because like I told you out there, dog, you're not gonna fucking make fun of me in front of all these motherfuckers and try to look cool, dog, without me getting your ass back, dog, you know what I mean, yeah, I get it, fool, but why'd you have to say that, I said, hey, dog, look, 
look, man, I'm sorry if I fucking hurt you, if I offended you, dog. But like I said, that's what I had to do, dog. And all right, I'm sorry too. I'm on that set, dog. We shook, we, and we shook hands. Boom. I said, look, right here, dog. Learn this shit. Use it later, dog. You don't need to fucking fight. It would have been some stupid shit, dog. That car's not even fucking mine, dog. And I didn't do shit to your car. I didn't fuck your car up. You know what I mean? So, cool, dog. So we shook hands. After that, we we're cool. Cool as fuck. He didn't fuck with me. I didn't fuck with him. And just little things like that, man. Like, like I was fuck at that time. I was. I must have been what fucking like thirty four, maybe thirty three. This kid was like twenty something and shit, you know. And uh, I guess to the way I talk, cause I talk to fools normal shit, you know, like fucking. So he probably thought I was younger and shit too. The way I was talking to him, and then it was cool, you know. Like I was, oh fuck yeah, this fool's gonna learn something and shit. Handle shit like a man, like just me and you one on one. Cool, you know. So that was really cool. And also, when I worked there in the back counter with, like I said, the Vietnamese foods, the Lochinos and shit, fucking, like I said, only like one or two were cool. Everyone else was, uh, they were bitches, man. Straight out, straight out bitches, man. Fucking, uh, but um, one time, fucking, I got tired of it. They would just fucking keep trying to rush me and all this. Hey, come on, hurry up, man. Hey, fuck you, you know? And one of the times, uh, I know he's a Vietnamese, but I forgot his fucking name. This little motherfucker was like five feet tall. He's like looking at me and shit. And uh, he's like, hey, come on, man. He's like just being stupid. I said, look, man, hold on. Look, it's not my fucking fault that I'm this fucking big and you're that fucking little. It's not my fucking fault, dog. You know what I mean? I can help you. There's no need for you to be upset, dog. It's not my fucking fault, dog. It's not my fault I'm this fucking big. God made me like this, dog. You know what I mean? And you're a little motherfucker, but fuck it. That's life, dog. Right? So that was a little bit of a dealership and amigas part two. Hopefully you liked it. Um, you know, it's been kind of hard for me to fucking come up with, with more episodes and shit. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try harder now to fucking at least fucking one a week. I was going to do one every two weeks, but fuck it. You know, we'll see. Um, but for sure, the next one I'm going to do, one of my fucking favorite topics is music. I'm gonna go over music. I love fucking music. Music, man. I live, breathe it, fucking everything. Eat it. <laughs> music, man. So, next week, um, or next episode, hopefully it is fucking next week, I'm gonna drop a fucking music one. All about fucking music and what it means to me. So, again, if you guys could please subscribe, um, rate and if you could review it if you have a fucking itunes or if you can if you have access to a fucking laptop where you can go to the itunes um itunes app or if you listen to it through itunes if you can fucking grade it and more importantly if you can write a review that really helps if you're liking it let people know if it sucks fucking put one star and say why it sucks you know but that way more people can fucking hear it and you know it'll make the podcast a lot better so with that, thank you very much. Um, shout out Lopez Avila. Fucking shout out fucking Edgar Alviso for the purchase. And uh, shout out King G. King G. And uh, shout out Big Mac. So shout out, shout out D's. So with that, peace. Catch you guys on the next one. Al rato. <laughs>